Yo, what's going on, Broats Art? It's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington here at Channel Fitness Company Studio. Today is Friday, February 11, 2022. And this is Season 9, Episode Number 15. And today I'm going to be talking about happiness again. And the reason why I'm talking about that because, you know, it's one of my favorite subjects. It's one of everybody else's favorite subjects. And the reason why I talk about it all the time is because I am all the time. Not all the time because that would be manic. But I'm happier probably more so than more people. And happy not in that giddy, like silly way, although I can be that. Uh, I'm happy in the sense that like I feel good about my life and I don't feel like uh, I'm going in the wrong direction even when, I'll, even <laughs> when I make bad decisions. I still feel like life is going well, you know? And um, there's there's a few reasons for that. 2.5 to be exact. <laughs> I said that in the episode. I'll explain a little bit later. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Season 9, episode 15. 2.5 rules for guaranteed happiness. Lego! So let's hop out the pool, hop out the water of the uh, fitness realm, and go back into mindset. You know I love mindset. You know I love talking about it. If you don't, you you haven't listened to enough episodes, because that's absolutely one of my favorite subjects uh, to talk about. Just like, what's going on in your brain, and uh, why are you doing what you're doing? (laughs) So uh, today I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, just my, well, more in the mindset. I wanted to talk about happiness. And the reason why I wanted to talk about happiness is because, you know, it's come up again where a few people have been uh, talking to me over the past few weeks and just saying, you know, Jerry, you're the happiest person I know. And I think, you know, you just have conversations. And if you have a certain theme of your conversations, people just anyways. Uh, (laughs) Well, it actually came up to be specific as I was talking about how this is year number five for me officially. And we started back in uh, this, this thing started back in January of 2017. And here we are in February of 2022. And I was thinking I might have a party this summer, celebrate and all that good stuff. Uh, But yeah, it's really it's it's quality time. You know, I was just uh, thinking about that and just thinking about how, you know, happy I am on a consistent basis. And I, I got a couple secrets to happiness. You know, I've shot at them, you know, threw them out there for you a few times in a few episodes and just, you know, put them out there again. And I want to tell you, I just go right up. I was, you know, actually was thinking about this and I'll just go right, come right out with it. I think one of the main secrets to my happiness is the fact that I talk to myself. Yeah, I do talk to myself clearly, right? I got freaking 600 episodes of me talking 
technically to myself, so it shouldn't come any surprise that this is something that I do pretty regularly. You know, like you know, I, I saw a meme the other day. I actually found out this is just something that Libras do. I saw a meme that <laughs> had uh, said something about Libras uh, talking to themselves, and the Libras responding, "No, I'm just having a conference with my <laughs> with my peers, or something like that, or I'm having a." Uh, a board member conference. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of true. I feel like that, you know. So, um, that that that's part of it. I think that's a lot of it because you know I get to actually actively talk out my feelings and really think them out. You know, uh, I don't internalize them; I externalize them. But I try not to, you know, do that when all, when people are around. It makes it makes people feel a little awkward, and I feel a little awkward. So yeah, I try to kind of go to myself, go go in a place where I can just be alone and just. You know, find out what I can do every once in a while I might be walking down the street kind of talking to myself but I try to like you know not move my lips so people don't think I'm creepy you know what I should do I just should just get a pair of those uh I've what is it called what are they called what are the beat no what do I call those I should get a pair of headphones whatever and then just put them, put them on and so it just looks like I'm always you know uh talking to somebody <laughs> not to worry about looking wild then i can do whatever i want to right uh but yeah anyways uh, so that's i think secret number one you don't have to do that but one thing i i think uh that can help a lot of people the key to happiness well there's two keys to happiness really minus the the my personal key for happiness but i think there's two keys to happiness for everybody and uh the one one is a little easier uh than the other one and uh, I would say one of them is probably not as uh, obvious as the other one. So first, we'll go with the obvious one, or more obvious one. I don't think either of them are obvious, but one is more obvious than the other. And I would say that is empathy. And empathy can lead to happiness, and this is why. Uh, because I find a lot of times that, you know, you could have the nicest people in the world. There's a lot of nice people out there. Don't get me wrong. I mean, like, I know people say that, you know, there's a lot of evil and a lot of bad in the world. You know, there is. You can imagine there's also almost 8 billion people in the world. So you're going to have a lot of everything. But I think, you know, you find yourself surrounded by the things that you attract for the most part. You know, obviously, uh, there's going to be things around you that, you know, you don't attract. But I think for the most part, like, you know, the things that kind of stay within your radius or, you know, those those things that are what you attract. So if you can kind of bring that, bring that, those positive vibes uh, out to the world, you know, the, you'll, you'll get those back. But uh, that's a little bit of a tangent. What I'm saying here, though, is that uh, empathy, you know, you got those nice people out there, but they don't really empathize you know it's like a lot of people that may be well-meaning actually had a conversation with somebody the other day uh, we were talking about someone that was you know maybe well-meaning but a little too well-meaning so uh, in the in the sense that uh, that person didn't really understand uh, the other person's point of view and just said this is the good thing to do and didn't really think much more outside of what their particular intentions were. And a lot of times, as they say, the road to hell was paved in good intentions. Uh, so sometimes you have to take that time, if you're doing, if you believe you're doing something good, to just listen to some maybe outside feedback and just make sure that the people that are affected <laughs> might also agree that what you're doing is a good thing. So that's uh, another tangent there. But empathy, it's really important to be uh, empathetic, uh, over nice. 
you know, because sometimes you don't, to be empathetic, you don't necessarily have to be quote unquote nice, you know, you have to to just understand someone else's point of view. And when you understand that person's point of view, you might be able to help them a lot more than if you're just nice to them, you know, because you don't just give somebody, you know, if you're, say, for instance, you have somebody that's having an issue within their lives, right? Uh, Being nice is just maybe offering them a solution. And that's good, right? Being nice and offering a solution is good. But what if that solution is for them to do something that is counterproductive or that is going to be harmful to them in the near to distant future? You know, like it might in your head be like, totally nice thing to do and offer this advice or maybe it might be something like you have somebody that is constantly in money trouble and they ask you for money the nice thing to do would just to be give to give them money the empathetic thing to do would be actually listen to their story and find out why they keep running into these money problems and maybe lend them some empathetic advice or maybe even more uh, maybe just help them in the way they need to be helped by not giving them money and just being a helpful, responsible person that they can talk to in those cases where they need some kind of advice or need some kind of guidance to help them, you know, make the money that they need to make, right? Teach a horse, you know, what is it? Uh, teach a man to fish. I almost <laughs> mix my metaphors. But teach a man to fish and he can eat for a lifetime. So, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of like that nice versus um, empathetic thing. And I think it's really important, and I think it's really it's something that's really uh, lacking in in society overall. Just because you know uh, everybody does want to be nice, but at the same time, a lot of people don't want to hurt people. Uh, so it, it it's kind of like a double edged sword because people want to be nice. You know, a lot of people want to be nice, uh, and people don't want to hurt people. But at the same time, when they don't want to hurt people, they don't want to listen uh, to outside ears. They just feel like they've made their mind up on what the intentions. Uh, they're going to put, be putting out there or, or what somebody else's intentions are. You know, you see that too is where uh, someone uh, might might not be empathetic uh, to someone else's uh, perspective or to someone else's actions, and they might try to try to read their own interpretations into what someone else is meaning, uh, what they when they say something or when they do something, and you know that's 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 tough because you know we we like to think that we're. You know, and even myself, you know, we like to think uh, that we can predict other people's uh, thoughts and decisions and behaviors. Uh, but a lot of times we can't even predict what we're up to. So it's like hard to, you know, without asking someone straight up, like, what do you want? What is going on? Uh, it's hard to, like, really predict what someone else's is, is intentions are uh, when they're act- with, with their actions. A lot of times the best bet is just to rely on what the person is actually saying uh, their intentions are, you know, like <laughs> instead of reading into things, like literally just take things for uh, face value. But then that may not be the exact, uh, reason why something is said or done, but a lot of times you can get further by actually going by what someone else says, uh, rather than, uh, what you believe that they're saying with their actions or with their words. So empathy, I think that's a key to happiness. And the reason why it's one of the keys to happiness is because it leaves the, the guesswork out of your interactions with other people. 
You know, it's like if you're constantly guessing what someone else's mean, what else someone else means by what they say and what they do, and you know, it's tough because <laughs> believe it or not, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm somewhat of a neurotic person. I, I get a little bit of negative emotion uh, from interactions, and sometimes I feel like you know I could be doing more. You know, it's just something that. You know, it's just a personality trait of mine, not as something I'm super proud of, but it just it is what it is. You know, people have their traits. So, like, you know, because I'm neurotic, it's a good thing because I'm always constantly on the lookout for negative emotion or uh, something that can make me feel negative. But at the same time, uh, I am uh, conscientious of that fact that I can be neurotic and I try to, you know, be extra cautious about thinking about what someone else is thinking or saying or uh, in, instead of like putting my own interpretation on what they're saying. So, yeah, I mean, that's really what helps me. One of the things that helps me uh, be a little more happy because I just literally just kind of take things at face value. And if it isn't what it is, if it isn't what it sounds like, then it is what it is. Right. I mean, like the way I see it is a lot of times like if you overthink things, you know, maybe you might get more answers right to the test, you know, if you might overall, uh, but at the same time, you're going to spend a lot of time being unhappy, worrying if you got the answers right or wrong. So it's better just to accept things at face value and just, you know, maybe plan for some things, but obviously at the same time, uh, don't try to, you know, plan uh, everything as being not exactly what it seems. To kind of cap that part off and just say that your your best bet, you know, when it comes to interactions with people, is to be empathetic, and to be empathetic, you know, it definitely brings out the best in others. If you really put it out there that you're really trying to understand what someone else is saying or doing, it's a lot better than just trying to blindly help by being nice or give give advice uh, that is maybe unwarranted or is not exactly helpful. Uh, because it comes from your perspective, you know, and that's not really empathetic if you're trying to come from your perspective rather than uh, the person's perspective that you're interacting with. I know I ended that sentence in a, a preposition, but, you know, it's my podcast, whatever. <laughs> so number two and my final one of the day is uh, responsibility. And I've talked about this many times before, and I don't want to beat a dead horse because it just is, you know, yeah, everybody says it. But listen, the reason why responsibility can make you happy is because, uh, you know, as they say, that uh, the idle hands is the devil's workshop. And it's so true. You know, it's like it may feel good to sit around and watch movies. And at times that's an appropriate thing to do. It's at times if you've done a lot of work or if you just feel like you've been frustrated lately, it, it might be a good time to unplug. It's Everybody has their times where they need to unplug. Uh, but responsibility overall is going to just make you feel better because you're more productive. The thing about people is that if they don't feel like there's, they have a sense of purpose or a sense of uh, moving forward in life, that absolutely leads to, that is literally what has been clinically proven to cause depression, is that if you don't have a sense of meaning or a sense of progress, uh, and I don't mean like you've gotten through the next episode on your Netflix binge, but I mean like real progress with your own life. Uh, it's always, I know I hate to sound, sound cliche, but it always is better than just sitting around waiting for the world to pass you by. And it just is what it is. You know, you, I don't, I'm not encouraging to be a workaholic and I'm not encouraging to be like team no sleep and that the only part of life is to be, is to work. Uh, but at the same time, like if you're feeling that you have, 
you know, a sense of hopelessness or a sense of unproductivity or lack of progress. You know, obviously, I would say, you know, in, the, in those cases, you probably should, you know, talk to somebody about that. Uh, but outside of that, I think it's also important to just try to take on some responsibilities. And maybe not outside of your life, because, you know, obviously, if you're feeling some type of way in your in your life, you don't want to spread that around. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, take some responsibility in your own life. You know, if you feel like uh, you just aren't productive, you know, try to be responsible and to say that, you know, I'm going to be more conscious of like how many times I uh, check my emails a day, you know, or more conscious of the time that I'm spending on Instagram or Facebook a day. And see, you know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily like a responsible, like you need to go out and you know, save, the, save the whales or, you know, you need to donate to the, your local SPCA. Uh, but at the same time, like it could be something that can have just as much, much as of an effect on the world simply because you are helping yourself uh, be a greater contributor to society. Maybe not now in the, continue, in, the, in the present time, but somewhere in the future. And that's a great thing, not because it just feels good, uh, but selfishly to help people out. It just it feels good to help people. You know, not like to, you know, think about what you're going to get in return or not to think about like, you know, look what I did for these people, uh, but just like to help people. It just feels good, you know. So but first, the, the, I mean, the, the first things first here is to help yourself and you are people, right? So you can help yourself and not feel bad because you're still helping people by helping yourself. And so, you know, once you feel good about helping yourself and once you felt like you've grown enough in your responsibilities, then you can take the more responsibility outside of yourself, you know? And like, listen, you may already have a ton of responsibilities outside of yourself and you might not feel like really good about it. That's when maybe you might need to check those responsibilities and maybe take a couple steps back, draw back a little bit and put some more responsibilities on yourself, you know, give yourself responsibility uh, to, you know, spend time with yourself, spend time just breathing and getting to know yourself or, you know, maybe know yourself, just getting, just being present with yourself. You know, that would be a, a great thing if you feel like you know, you've, you've put a lot out there and just there's not much more to give. Uh, maybe there's something that you need to pull back from uh, so that you can give to yourself so that you may be able to give uh, to others in the future. So there it is, you know, the keys to happiness. Talk to yourself. <laughs> be uh, be empathetic, but not nice and find some responsibility, you know. 2.5, yeah, I don't want to say three rules, but 2.5 rules for guaranteed happiness. I don't know if that's going to be the episode title, but it sounds pretty good, doesn't it? All right, anyways, let's go ahead and get this uh, show completed. Uh, let's get this week completed. It's Friday. I'm feeling pretty good. We're almost done for the day. Uh, it's almost midnight. I am still uh, still doing some things around here, trying to keep things in order, uh, but Still had to record this one because it felt, it felt it felt right. It felt like it needed to come out, and it just was rolling around in my brain today. Uh, you know, happiness and 
how you can maintain happiness after you attain it. And those are the three things that I just always look to when I when people say I'm a happy person. Those are the three things. I don't really mention the talking to myself thing. So you were privy to that. I don't really tell people about that. So you're privy to that. But those other two things, those are absolutely uh, my answers. Like just happiness comes by just being uh, empathetic around others and just having a sense of personal uh, and societal responsibility. So, yeah, there it is. All right, so I will check you soon. I really do appreciate you listening. If you are listening in the morning, good morning, afternoon, or good afternoon, and in the evening, of course, good evening. (laughs) Take care of yourself. Tell your friends about this podcast. And as always, keep good company. (laughs) 